Good afternoon, good morning, and good evening, wherever you are, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, welcome back to this uh, special edition of the AJ Roberts Show. Here in the lead up to Christmas and the end of the new year, uh, with none other than the infamous SG Anon. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you for having me. Uh, guys and girls, I, I know a lot of you have been anticipating this episode um, a lot recently. There's been a hell of a lot going on around the world in uh, in places, you know, in countries, Brazil, United States, all over Europe, and uh, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and here in the United Kingdom. Um, SG has been very vocal on a lot of like major subjects on this, and I know a lot of people have been tuning into a lot of his work um, and listening to a lot of his podcasts online. Uh, in regards to just, I guess the the way you, you explain things in quite an intricate detail, I think is really great, and people really follow along extremely well to that extent. Um, but is it okay for the uh, you know for the audience themselves just to give a bit about your background, SG, and and where you come from, and all of this? Yes, absolutely. Um, I woke up about 12 years ago. You'll have to apologize if I sound a little rough this morning. I've, I've been awake about 45 minutes or so on this side. Um, but, you know, I came around about 12 years ago when I realized that we were all being coerced into forced cannibalism. Um, that kind of set me off on an awakening journey that um, compelled me into joining the armed forces of the United States. Um, I was in that process for about 12, 13 months, and a health condition actually caused me to leave. In that process made a couple of dear friends, uh, one of whom I refer to often as my mentor, a gentleman a few years my senior, extremely smart as a whip, um, kind of guided me on my military journey. And we lost contact a little bit through the years over this past, um, you know, eight, eight to 10 years or so, but we reconnected actually in 2018 over the Q drops. Um, the Q drops are a counterintelligence operation for your mind and consciousness. They are essentially a, a public relatable arm to military intelligence. Um, it's basically a circumspection of the justice system. You know, how do you, Q tells us how do you introduce evidence legally because most of the information in those drops, while necessary for the public to know, is actually inadmissible in court. It was obtained through spying. Um, so, you know, these drops contained everything from um, satanic ritual abuse, child trafficking, corruption at all levels, uh, connections, familial connections at all levels with this corruption, history lessons, I mean, you name it. Um, there's, they're coming up on not quite 5,000 now. I think they've got 4,966 drops. Um, so long story short, you know, when I, I woke up 12 years ago, I've researched hard all through the years. I'm a very deep dive individual. Um, I believe in critical analysis, vertical thinking. And Whenever you're investigating these sorts of topics that are, we're all sort of on this awakening journey with, you have to be really willing to expand your mind. You know, this is about this is about learning. This is about learning how to unlearn and then relearn the correct way. Um, so that's just a little bit of background about me. Um, fantastic, thank you. And um, one of the questions that I had based around, like you, you mentioned about the Q drops and stuff like that, to the people that have no idea what that means, um, and then there's you know it's almost becoming a divisional thing in itself, hasn't it? You know, people who are like actively followed like the Q drops and then people are like actively think it's a massive psyop. Um, and, and I kind of get, I, you know, I totally get it from both sides of the thing. And I always listen to like both sides of the, the argument. Um, but in regards to this, the, the actual pace uh, of revelations determined by Q, is it determined on like 
real time and the level of human consciousness in a given place, let's say, for example, the United States? Well, if, if you're sort of referring to kind of taking a pulse or a measure of where the general public is in the awakening process, yeah, I think that's absolutely happening. You know, we have a coordinated military alliance um, that involves both the business and financial sectors as well as governments and militaries, patriot militaries all around the world. They're sort of coalesced together and they're, they're attempting to shift the power structure and the power dynamic and take back this earth. And, and part of that process is simultaneously awakening the world to what's going on. Um, I think that, you know, we had a recent Q drop actually just within the last few weeks that discussed um, essentially not getting distracted and focusing on the mission at hand, which is waking up the world and getting us to a, an era, getting us across that threshold into that era of light and peace that we're all, you know, looking forward to. Hmm. Um, I think there is a pulse on the, on the sentiment everywhere. I think that's one of the things that these world leaders um, that are making these, that are having these meetings, I think that's things that they're talking about, both for the black hat side, if you will, or the deep state side and our side. Uh, mm. We know that President Bolsonaro has actually met with Donald J. Trump at least once since the Brazilian election, and so have members of his family. Um, you know, we know that, or we, we have reason to believe anyway, that Putin and Trump have coordinated at least to some extent simply because we have United States forces, um, you know, and, and this could be just a narrative prep, but my understanding is we have United States forces actually on the ground um, in the far western stretches of Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, that's one of the, that's part of this mission is we're dealing with, you know, turncoats and traders in different areas of society, deep state assets in different areas of society. And our militaries are unfortunately one of those areas that do get infiltrated over time. You know, this has been a decades long process of infiltration. Um, but I, I'm, I don't want to get too far off on that tangent. Suffice to, suffice to say on the answer to the question, yes, I believe there is a pulse being taken about where we're at collectively as a we the people around the world. Hmm. And, and you mentioned um, sort of like a military alliance of sorts. Um, given the fact that like our own militaries have been heavily compromised, like especially the United States uh, here in the UK, uh, especially to do, you know, from the, the top down in terms of... Um, you know, rolling out the uh, the inoculations and stuff like that on on our troops, um, but in terms of a military alliance, you speak of, are you, would you suggest that's a military alliance away from the sort of mainstream conventional militaries that we have, like within our own governments that have been working in the shadows, basically bringing down this corruption and as highlighting, you know, as per what the Q drops that we're seeing. Yes, I would. Um, it's important to rem it's important to remember that every area of society, as we go through this awakening process, is going to have a good and a bad side. And the question is, can we convert the bad side and bring it into the good fold? A good example of that here in the United States is we have these this younger generation, about nineteen to twenty five years old, who are wholesale communists. They have no idea that communism is a bad thing. It's just everything that they've been taught and told to love. Um, you know, but at, at their heart, we can get them brain, if we can get that brainwashing removed, they're actually decent people and they're good patriots. Mm. Um, same thing in the militaries, you know, this is a process of identifying who's willing to play ball, who's willing to change loyalties and take the right side of history and who's not. Um, the United States Marine Corps has actually been apprehending internal traders now for going on two months. It's a slow identification process because these sorts of things have to happen quickly. Uh, there can't be, really be some sort of warning or else the target gets away. Hmm. Um, yeah. You know, as, we, as we go through this process, um, we're identifying traders at every level of society. 
it's one of the reasons that we had to have the suffering that we have all around the world because we had to see for our own eyes who was for us and who was against us. Um, even right down to our local uh, county and provincial and municipal governments, you know, who, who sold us out and who was willing to stand in the gap uh, when it really counted. You know, we have people like Elon Musk with a dark history, um, but appears to be doing, you know, what looks like a white hat counterintelligence operation through Twitter. I mean, mm. we're dropping massive bombshells and absolutely hammering on the sleeper's consciousness through that particular outlet. But we know that this gentleman has been part and party to some very evil things in his life, certainly is aware of uh, the, de the depravity of what's going on in the world. Um, you know, so these, you know, defections, loyalties, gray operators, things like that, you know, that's part of this operation. And, and at the end of the day, the goal is to free humanity. And however we have to do that, um, so long as we preserve mass life and liberty everywhere, mm. um, I sort of think that that's worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and you mentioned, uh, obviously, about Elon's involvement in that, like, good and bad. Um, would you suggest that um, there is an element of good controlling what we're seeing from Elon uh, in terms of Twitter and obviously the posts and the, the, the Twitter dumps and that that are getting released all the time? Um, yes, I, I do believe so. And, and I'll go, I'll be so bold as to say that I think Elon is doing this to protect his legacy. Mm. Um, I think Elon cut a deal. I think Elon, and then you get a lot of people that say, well, he's not the real Elon, you know, he's another actor. That's a good possibility. I've never actually seen evidence for that. Mm -hmm. um, but, but, uh, but that is a good possibility also. Um, just to put it out there, mm -hmm. you know, Crown uh, Prince Ben Salman went around the world after Donald Trump's world tour and essentially met with every major industry titan out there. Uh, Elon Musk was on that list. And then Elon Musk later met um, with Donald Trump himself personally. I think that what we have right now is a coordinated operation by Elon to first off expose um, interagency corruption and collusion. But more than that, to bring to the sleeper's attention through a very public, open source, worldwide forum that the intelligence community controls social media. That's a massive, massive red pill. When mm. people really actually take that and it sinks into their consciousness, it becomes a very scary thought for your for your average um, American socialist or American political leftist. Um, I don't know how that's going to affect other people around the world, but I would be very shocked if we don't see other reporters and nations a good citizen journalist doing the same sort of work that the journalists on Twitter are doing right now. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, it's, it is having a very big uh, positive effect in, in many different ways. Um, but looking at the, the uh, obviously, it was actually on the day of the World Cup final, I believe, uh, that he was in attendance. Um, he stated about stepping down from Twitter uh, based on a poll, result of polls. Um, if it does go that way, and he does find a CEO, um, what's your thoughts on that CEO being potentially related to the Trump administration and or family, um, which would then, I guess, pave the way for if there was another takeover of a social media platform, if he was to do the same thing, perhaps something like YouTube or Google slash Apple, maybe something like that. Is it a possibility, do you think? I think all of those are distinct possibilities. Um, mm -hmm. Elon was very... Um, sort of quippy when he said, be careful what you wish for, um, simply because when he steps down, he gets to name his successor. Um, and he's already stated that he will step down as soon as he finds someone, quote, crazy enough to fill the position. That was a, a tweet that he put out on Twitter. So we can, I think, expect him to honor his word on this. Hmm. I think it's preparatory. I think this is by design. Um, 
to what end, I'm not 100% sure, but I see it going one of two ways. I see him stepping down and us having a very interesting CEO installed. And that that could be someone either in the Trump family or close to the Trump family. I put out a few names on Truth Social just as speculation um, yesterday. Uh, it's, you know, Jared Kushner is another possibility for that, close to the Trump family in that regard. Um, but I think I think this is operational and by design because I think Elon is going to target another um, social media or big tech giant next for exposure. And I'm torn between my choices, but I'm I'm convinced it's either Apple or Facebook. Mm. Um, Facebook is where families go to gather and exchange information. Twitter is more of a bulleted, um, quick public conversation. But but Facebook has a reach into the bedroom. Facebook has a reach into the kitchen. Facebook has a reach into the family room during movies. Um, you know, people checking their devices and connecting with family, sometimes exchanging ideas about the game or the sporting events that's going on, things like that. Being able to take over Facebook or Meta or whatever you want to call it, and then proceed to do the same thing on Facebook that we've just done on Twitter, I think is going to show us a couple of things. One, it's going to show us a coordinated attempt by the world intelligence communities to restrict and control the flow of information and speech. But the other thing that it's going to show is that governments all around the world um, are complicit in wholesale illegal surveillance on their citizens. Mm -hmm. I think this plays out very interestingly. Um, If he goes after Apple, I think we see, I think we see a reduction of censorship in the app store. And I think we see exposure of Chinese communist party control in the large uh, Silicon Valley tech giants. You know, Apple is the undefeated titan in the world as far as cell phones are concerned. Um, The other thing that I think could get exposed at Apple, and it's worth bringing up here, is 5G. Um, These telecom giants were very complicit in a crime against humanity with the rollout of 5G on their devices. So it would be very interesting to see how this goes with Elon, but I think either fork in the road is going to yield some fascinating results. Yeah, absolutely. And um, just touching on the 5G side of things, um, from your understanding, what is it about the 5G itself that is um, obviously complicit in crimes against humanity? Well, you know, it's difficult to sort of talk too much about this on the on the tube of you. But we'll just say that, you know, there were um, component parts in uh, certain medical administrations that um, connected to 5G were, were very capable of being affected, programmed, things like that through those radio frequencies. Um, 5G is a frequency that carries data, same as other frequencies carry data, um, and has the ability to uh, sort of give instructions and commands. And, you know, so we had certain things that were involved in those um, those medical provisions that were interrelatable to that 5G. This was all part of a larger, um, you know, the C-19 was all part of a much larger event to um, control and direct the destiny of mankind Mm. against mankind's own will. Um, It's really worth noting that, you know, the greater part of what we're living right now, this, this awakening journey that we're living through while it's, while it's a good journey to come around as a listener and, you know, to be coming into your awareness and your understanding, it's much more important to understand that it's also a very real, very physical event Um, It is a war going on, and it's a war for control of the earth and um, basically freedom or enslavement everywhere. Um, This medical tyranny was much more than just medical tyranny. There was a very sinister agenda at hand. Uh, The listeners should look up Agenda 2030, uh, the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, the Georgia Guidestones, and the David Rockefeller 
1991 speech. Yeah, and it's, uh, I mean, we've, we've lived and breathed through all of this now, and the majority of people have. Um, you know, from where I'm looking and from what I see out and about on the streets when I'm, I'm walking around, I think those people are still actively, you know, walking around, queuing up for their shots and wearing masks, and that are the very people that are designed for this reality to prop up these control systems, um, you know, in every different facet of life. And you can see that everywhere if you really pay attention. And I know a lot of people who follow my show and that and actively seeing that now um that you know not every think or person we see in front of us is actually like 100 percent human and they're going about their everyday life there's it is a lot of um a lot of differentialities in our, in our own realities which i think people are starting to come to um to terms with now and like in, in terms of that in terms of reveals we've, we've seen a lot of stuff being revealed a lot of stuff um in the actual mainstream media that's now priming people in certain ways like psychologically for potential new stories to come up and um if we were to iron out like a whole list of potential reveals over the next 12 months i think um old c19 has to like be obviously the first one would you agree because that's where what everyone's lived through and, and knows about correct and it's the most recent and fresh in everyone's memory mm -hmm. um you know this is narrative warfare at its finest we're living in a regular third world war um and that's a good thing because we're winning the war just by virtue of our awareness of it Mm. You know, this we're seeing preparation in the narrative space for things like exactly what we just talked about with 5G. Look at look at the cover of General Michael Flynn's most recent book. It's literally the letters 5GW. Um, you know, this it it looks it jogs the brain and, and the mass public consciousness to respond in a particular way. This is psychological operations at its finest. What an incredible card to play. Mm. Um we're seeing narrative preparation through Elon right now on the Twitter files with um, the the um, C-19 event. Um, we're seeing narrative prep for the intelligence community infiltrating your lives. We're seeing narrative prep for, um, <clears throat> excuse me, for election fraud in the United States, especially. Um, we've even got some local mainstream stations running articles now about hand recounts in swing states. Um, you know, these are, we're two years, two and a half, well, just, just over two years beyond this particular event. Um, and now we've got these hand recounts coming out. So, you know, we're seeing a preparation, I think, in the narrative space to segue into the reality space very quickly. We're attempting to reorient the direction of mankind's consciousness, excuse me. Mm. And we've been doing so for about six years, um, but it really is a multi-year operation to, to achieve something of that scale. Yeah. I really think that what we've what we're seeing right now um, is an accelerated phase. We can expect um, tribunals of some sort in late 2023. Um, I've reported mid to late summer, early fall, anywhere in that sort of July to September um, area. Um, so between now and then, we have to go through a considerable amount of you know accelerating this awakening process, and I think we're already seeing that happen. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, we're seeing it everywhere. Um, with with the uh, the trials that you, you mentioned there, um, what steps do you think uh, would need to come before that to kind of like soft pill the public into actually accepting it's going to be a thing, or that certain people have been, you know, are accused of certain crimes? Is there particular steps you think we'll see over the next few months? You know, I think we're in the middle. I hate to use the the term chess game because it 
it diminishes the gravity of what we're dealing with. But it is true. We're in the end, end, end portions of a very large uh, you know, wartime strategy to take control of the earth, uh, certainly take control of the narrative space and information. I think that we see a, a few different things. You know, I think things are going to get a little bit worse before they get better. I've reported that most recently in the last couple of files, uh, much to the chagrin of many out there. Um, you know, I take no joy in that, but I do think when we look at the relative level of awakening, you know, you were discussing earlier about individuals still in masks. Q tells us that, you know, 90 plus percent of all of the good, uh, we, the people of the world, even the brainwashed, will be sort of all into the fold by the time that we get to the public unveiling of things. Mm. So I think there's a good possibility we have some tough times over these next few months as the information D-class accelerates, simply because as the exposure increases, these illegal Manchurian governments in most Western nations, including the UK, are all going to have to take drastic measures to ensure that they retain power. Um, you know, once once the gloves of public sentiment are sort of off and we have a clear understanding of what's going on by the mass consciousness, at that point, the only way to retain power is to take dictatorial actions um, or use enormous false flags to compel those, sort of like how 9-11 compelled the U.S. into the Patriot Act. Mm. Um, you know, this this is their playbook. This is how these swamp creatures sort of work. But I do think that there's hope at the end of the line. And the reason I say that is because we have we have very well established proofs that coordinated military alliances have been forming for the last two years in the background and an enormous number of military operations to flush out the swamp creatures from underground and get them all onto the surface so that we can handle them at the right and appropriate time at the end. Um, that's all been going on. You know, we've mm. got militaries all, all from all out, all throughout the world in the airspace above the United States We've got U.S. military planes, um, Air National Guard aircraft in Europe, the Mediterranean, the Pacific Theater. Um, we've got China and Russia running joint naval drills. We've got new economic alliances forming with China and Saudi Arabia and Saudi Arabia and Russia. Um, you know, I think that we're we're experiencing the world changing and we're literally living two coexistent realities at the same time. Mm. We've got the reality of the deep state who wants things to stay status quo. Um, and we'll do whatever they have to, to have to do to retain that. And then we've got the reality of this sort of unstoppable force that is changing things because they no longer control certain key areas. Uh, when they lost the U.S. executive, they lost it all. And so now we're just we're just sort of living out the process of them actually losing it all. Mm. So in this, I, I spoke to uh, like Derek Johnson and um, and Michael Jaco and that about things like this, and we it, it literally feels like well we are almost living in the future everything we're seeing is almost like already taking place uh two two and a half years ago we're just kind of like seeing the optics and everything sort of pan out right now like the end of the chess game as you would you know you would say um would you would you agree that's kind of the case that this has the whole thing has been like a massive military operation in order to flush out the deep state and completely collapse it and all its control systems um that we've had placed upon us for entire lives Absolutely. And this particular sort of structure can't be dethroned overnight, right? Mm -hmm. You know, these operations have been going on for um, at least six to seven years, to my knowledge, and certainly have accelerated in the last two and seem to be only accelerating more. We have we have even more deployments from U.S. National Guard bases heading overseas to various areas, even as we speak. Um, 
you know, this operation has a lot of facets. It has to awaken the general population of the world uh, sort of all at the same time. We have to come into this collective awareness of what's going on because if we don't come into it at, the, at around about the same time, it's going to slip away and we're not going to be able to prevent it from happening again. Mm. So understanding what's going on in all of our nations, um, that's, a, that's a major facet of this handling their underground networks you know it's worth pointing out that this deep state apparatus has been living under the earth for the last three thousand years they've had that much time to perfect underground civilizations to hide suppressed technologies to build out you know enormous military operational networks um, beneath the earth um, hyper fast transit systems things of this nature so we're dealing with that. We've been dealing with that for a long time. Um, rescuing the children, excuse me, rescuing the children, um, a major, major component of this operation has been, mm. you know, saving as many as could be saved. Um, you know, a lot of them are human beings that have been, you know, six, seven, eight, nine years old, have never seen sunlight. Yeah. Um, you know, so this, there's that aspect of this preserving continuity of government in the developed nations. You know, it's my belief that the United States is not the only country that's under continuity of government. Um, I think we have continuity of government evidence, um, although a little bit more circumspect from the UK and Germany, both. Um, I think we have continuity of government going on right now in Australia. Um, you know, these are, these are handles. These are another cog in the wheel that sort of keeps this operation flowing and, and moving forward. Right. And then mm -hmm. we have identification battlefield mapping and reconnaissance of every deep state asset on the surface. And that includes assets in business and finance, assets in education, assets in uh, government, local and state and federal. Um, you know, this is a multi-level trans-dimensional military operation to reorient the world mm. and to sort of collapse the power structures that have made such hidden slavery possible. And it is hidden slavery. You know, yeah. 500 years ago, when you went to work, you worked for 12 hours or 15 hours or however long you know, the, the individual paying you, the taskmaster asked you to work and in exchange, you got food in a house in today's world, you do the exact same, although you have a little bit more, you know, legal restrictions and you feel we have the illusion of just enough rights to keep us happy. But at the end of the day, we go to work and we trade our money for food in a house. Nothing has really changed in this world and we have to change these structures or this sort of evil happens again. And that's part of this operation. Yeah, absolutely. And like, just for, not even just from a governmental perspective, but uh, you look at other organizations around the world, you've got all your three letter organizations, but you also have like here in the UK, the Royal Family and the grip that has on uh, so many people worldwide and, and obviously the Vatican. Um, do you see sort of like a, a sort of combination of the three DC, London and the Vatican all being kind of shown for what they really are at the same time? Or do you think it'll be sort of like a systematic kind of um, reveal over the, over a certain amount of period of months? You know, I think the process of that uh, revelation, that axis of evil is actually underway. Mm. You know, we have trends on Twitter over the last two weeks of things like, um, you know, where's the children? I think that was one of the trending terms that I saw on Twitter. Um, child exploitation was another term that I saw trending on Twitter. You're seeing a lot more discussion, I think, in the narrative space about um, the elite how things pertain to, because it all comes back to these kids. The, the axis of evil that you just talked about really is tied together through the child trafficking. Yeah. Um, and their central bank and military industrial complex control, these three vassal states. I think the exposure for, I mean, if you're talking about the full, complete unveiling, it, 
I think that's going to come probably simultaneously after the COVID tribunals. Yeah. Um, but as far as the soft exposure, we're already there. We've got individuals, um, you know, I've got individuals just in my family that have come around in the last six weeks, actually, as a result of the Twitter files that are beginning to say, well, what's what's really going on with D.C.? I hear it's a corporation. What does that mean? You know, this sort of awareness is or, or I guess I should say that sort of breaking the mold and getting them to ask questions is really the whole point of soft E class. And it's it's what's driving us into that um phase of events for next year, this process and protocols that we're going to sort of exact in the world and change things. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's really going to be interesting how this, how this plays out. I, I think that we have the trials. I think that that shocks the world. I think the world's going to be very shocked all through next year. Um, and then I think from there we move forward to, well, what else has been hidden? What else has been going on? And we have those awarenesses, those conversations and those discussions. And by the time that we arrive uh, sort of late 2024, we're going to have a whole new awareness as a we, the people of the free world, that we're all one people. We're all really unified. And all of our political classes sold us out to the highest bidder. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, as a something I've been explaining to people recently, um, obviously, in terms of a, a large, extremely enormous military uh, you know, grade operation, something like D-Day, for example, in World War II, um victory in europe you know although we later learned that it was you know the nazis never really died but victory in europe was it took 336 days after d-day you know to really clean and mop up now you know it all depends on where you look at where d-day is right now um but we we've known for a long time that the the real trigger into getting all of this moving along um was the the, the official announcement of the passing of the queen you know the queen of england which is the 8th of september um 336 days and, and it was labeled d-day um 336 days after d-day brings us to the 10th of august 2023 so round about the time going into late summer you know later in the year where we could be looking at tribunals so i mean if it's a mirror image of what we, we you know the world's already been through before in terms of world war ii um it's only going to take us to a good place isn't it Absolutely. And the timeline would fit with that. And it would also fit with sort of the methodology of this alliance. You know, mm. we're, we're sort of symbolically bestowing justice on our actions as we go forth through this process. Um, you know, the queen died 1776 days after the first Q post, yeah. you know, so these, these sorts of uh, correlatives are not by accident uh, whatsoever. It's a very good possibility that, that that scenario you just described plays out exactly as you just described it. Um, mm. You know, it'll be very interesting to see. I, th I think we all sort of put the cart before the horse with the war is won, the war is won. It's just the cleanup. You know, yes, the war is won, but we still have we have still had an adversary to deal with. We've still had capabilities that we have to take out and change. We've still had areas of society that were just not ready, not primed uh, to, to be converted over yet. We needed more people on board. We needed more time to get things accomplished. We needed more reconnaissance. Um, you know, just more time to get these uh, these operations handled. Mm, and so absolutely. I think we've been living through that. And, you know, you know, military operations aren't necessarily based on timelines, but the symbology would make a lot of sense in my in, in my estimation. And it would certainly fit the timeline with what the New York Times uh, reported as a bit of a flare to their deep state allies. Um, that was in late 2021. And then we're seeing this really accelerated level of D-class. And then today we're supposed to see something from both Biden and Zelensky. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, what's what's your thoughts on uh, Zelensky being out the country for the first time um, since this uh, this massive war started between Russia and Ukraine? I mean, I don't think Zelensky's been in the country since the war started. <laughs> Never um, the, the man's a he's a coward's coward. Yeah. Um, you know, but that's part of this too. You know, this Ukrainian war, a, a good deal of it is CGI on behalf of the deep state attempting to save face. It's what they do. They preserve mm -hmm. images and 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 sort of keep information controlled and hidden. Uh, they are the enemy of humanity. And then we've got the Russian side, which is absolutely pummeling. Uh, Ukraine has crippled the country, has crippled the Ukrainian mercenary armed forces, and is preparing for a wholesale occupation of the country. Mm. Um, you know, Vladimir Putin and um, you know, the Russian army, the Russian defense ministry, very, very confident about what's going on. We've got geopolitical alliances forming. Um, Belarus is going to enter this war pretty soon on their behalf. Um, you know, Zelensky's doomed. I think Zelensky knows that he's doomed. This meeting today, to what end this comes, I really don't, I really don't know. And I couldn't say it could go a number of different interesting ways. But to answer your question, I don't think Zelensky has been in Kiev since March. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, every time I've seen videos with um, with Boris Johnson and stuff like that, you can see this is like this, this blatantly all coded um, and, and faked and stuff. Like that. Even the people around them, you can just see that they're clearly acting. You know, the the, the so called you know military personnel. Um, but again, like we're seeing it so much now, just so much CGI and, and acting, it's uh, it's unbelievable. But to the point where people are kind of starting to see it, and it's waking them up to the fact that we are literally literally half of what we see on TV, if not most of it, is all theatre, isn't it? It truly is. I mean, you know, the media has been under the control of the American Central Intelligence Agency since the late 1970s. Um, their ability to sort of control the narrative through um, green screening, special effects, stage makeup, things of that nature, you know. there You can find these videos online if you go look up. You can use search engines like freespoke.com, but look up videos pertaining to deep fakes um you can find videos of individuals that dead up to a t i mean identical in appearance to emma watson and as the individual beneath the mask is talking they shed the skin and it's a mm. completely different person yeah um you know the ability to deep fake is part of what has actually it's a major part of what has allowed this deep state apparatus to maintain their control uh, the ability to control and direct information influences our thought. It influences our opinions. It certainly influences our understandings. Um, you know, this is this process of awakening is to is to awaken us to all of the sort of the nefarious action out there, and this is one of it. This is part of that. Mm. Um, and yes, to your point, a lot of people now questioning. You know, I've, I've a good example of this. I've got a centrist family member that would never entertain things like Q posts and and things of that nature, but actually made the statement to me, I don't think Joe Biden looks like Joe Biden anymore. What's going on with that? Just very almost concerned, you mm. know? So, so this process of awakening is very interesting, but it is working. There's a lot of patriots out there that are really upset about the time frame, really upset about the losses, really upset with their fellow man um, for not coming around sooner. Um, but the good news is they are coming around. Mm. And, and this is what the whole process is. What I've been explaining to people is just it's a uh, it's it's a whole process of remembering who we are and what we're actually capable of and understanding like because of those qualities, 
all you can actually see the measures that they've put into place to suppress all those you know potential abilities of us in terms of this human consciousness and it's something i've been really trying to show people for ages like you know and the deep level attack on it all goes down to you know the whole social distancing crap and the, the masks and that was what it was all designed for to stop our us feeling our positive energy fields and covering you know the throat chakra and all of that stuff it goes that deep um and again people are you know waking up to that that whole thing and i think organically what we're feeling and seeing on the actual earth itself um is actually paving the way to help people with all that all that realization but as you mentioned i think questions have been the best ammunition you know like when it comes down to an individual like what is it that they're currently interested in right now that you know would have a detrimental effect on if the deep state carried on what they were doing and i find by speaking about that particular subject that they're interested in opens up so many more doors and their level of consciousness suddenly raises and they can actually accept more information if you show them that and i find that's been uh, one of the biggest uh, successes in recent months myself especially with family friends and stuff like that um because like yourself like even speaking out you know vocally to the masses you know people still wouldn't take, spend 20 30 40 minutes looking at what you're sharing but they'll watch something on reality tv and that's what's been the biggest bugbear for people but you know people are coming around to this which is it is good to see um and it's a case of um just being a bit, seeing it from a positive manner like there's so much more to learn because we need to unlearn half the stuff we've been taught haven't we you know absolutely and that's part of this journey is priming the the mass consciousness of of we the people everywhere to accept mm. much larger truth in a much more rapid time because we're going to have to arrive at that point um you know sort of this show can't go on forever right most things that we've been taught are a lie uh, most things that we've been taught have been obfuscated beyond uh their original meaning um so as so to make it meaningless um our understandings of the nature of our universe have been completely toyed with our understandings of the nature of our governments are certainly all, all lies um the united states population basically had civics drummed out of their educational process in the early 1970s so there's a great deal of american citizens that can recite um certain cultural you know colloquialisms about our u.s constitution but have no idea how to apply the document um, and they have no idea how the document applies to their everyday life um you know, we have to we have to relearn our history. We have to relearn our understanding of reality. We have to relearn who we are. Your ability to control and direct thought makes you a very powerful spiritual being. Uh, there is a spiritual body that everybody is equipped with. It's it's an entire apparatus that you have access to. Um, some people call it the uh, the connection to the Holy Spirit. Some people call it the connection to Creator Source. Regardless of what you label it, it is your connection to the infinite love that sustains all things. That love's core power is creation. Your ability to control and direct thought allows you to move into action in this three-dimensional world and create things and change the world, literally. We're the only species that can do that. Mm. We were actually given regency over this world. Um, we have the ability for, um, I would call it, you know, low-key telepathy, the ability to exchange thought on purpose. We have the ability to um, control the electrical field in and around us. We have the ability to, or we should have the ability to, excuse me, um, mold things and move things with our thought energy, being mm -hmm. able to focus that through these energy centers. Um, some people call them chakras. They're better termed spinning energy centers. 
they are your grounding points, your connection points to the existence in this particular three, three to five dimensional world that we live in. So understanding who you are, understanding that your spiritual body has real power, understanding that your thought, your, you know, your thought and emotional matrix that sort of makes up your mental existence has very real power and understanding that that power has been crippled because most of your core apparatuses physically have been assaulted by the poisons in our food, water, and air um, all of our lives. You know, that's part of this awakening journey. Mm. We're going to have to relearn everything. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, this is one of the things that I've been working very hard on, especially the last last year, um, in terms of studying, you know, the sheer level of mind control that's taking place in, uh, in in all different countries and every facet of our life to actually show people what it is that's being presented in front of us that's designed to do us harm, to stop us from reaching these very heights that you just mentioned there of how powerful we actually are. And again, in a wartime situation, it is literally know thy enemy, isn't it? So like they they want to know everything about us. Well, how do they stop us from reaching our powers well they do everything they need to to calcify our pineal gland for example which is in essence god's microchip you know your third eye um done through pharmaceuticals done through the fluoride in the tap water the chemtrails like the the 5g the even the wi-fi all of it it's all designed to to dumb us down and put us in those low vibrational um extensions so that we were easy to conform and easy to comply and and control um, and it's only the ones that, uh, who weren't in those spaces that saw right through this in the very start and that have been fighting the good fight, trying to show their family and friends what's on the other side of that fear. Um, but I guess that, that that word fear has been, you know, the key catalyst in all of this uh, on both sides of the fence. So um, I've been trying to stop people from going too far to the right in terms of you almost becoming hypnotised in the awakened community because you end up just spending your whole life looking at telegram and links and forward and sharing and just living and breathing everything that you see when even, you know, I always encourage people just listening to us now, don't take every single thing that we say for verbatim, do your research based on what we talked about today, because it, I mean, it's all there, isn't it? You know, once you actually start looking and people just need to take that little bit of time. Absolutely. Most of what we've discussed, uh, nearly all of what we've discussed today is open source. If you're willing to put in a good 45 minutes with a good hot cup of coffee or tea or whatever your, your drink of choice is, and just go on a rabbit hole journey, you know, set your telephone away from you and just enjoy the awakening a little bit. Uh, mm -hmm. Get curious. Uh, go and, and go and just, you know, investigate for the sake of investigating. You'll be amazed at what you find. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you could look up anything from quantum physiology could look up uh, the makeup of the human spiritual body you could look up um, there's this new age term called law of attraction but it actually more uh, describes magnetism you know we live in a magnetic uh, sort of universal construct and so magnetism at the atomic level is a real thing and it is part of how our lives are affected through that spiritual matrix it's worth sort of conjoining the two um, going broad going you know umbrella get the 80,000 foot um, understanding and be open to what you find um, but you'd be amazed at the things that are out there yeah yeah absolutely and uh i just dropped it in the comments for those who are watching live a uh, little five day rapid fire course i'm running that helps people elevate their level of consciousness in many different ways for this exact reason um and it, it's something that's uh people are really starting to get a grip of now but they're, they're, they're really enjoying the ride that's the thing so like i've embedded myself into a lot of communities traveling around the country doing talks obviously doing the podcast 
Um, and one of the, the the greatest things is seeing just it's pure positivity in every community and everyone's just excited to keep learning more and more and more, especially against, you know, around things like our, the ancient history that's been hidden from us and places around the world that have been, you know, stories have been elaborated and even down to things like cathedrals and churches and Tesla, you know, Tesla technology, all these kind of amazing, fascinating things. I don't see any negativity around it. It's just uh, people getting quite excited about learning new things. Uh, and I guess that's the inner child side of it that comes through that's almost diminished through schooling and left brain indoctrination, isn't it? Well, it's funny that you should say that because it is. It is the expression of that inner joy. And, and you know, our children teach us a great many things. And one of the mm. things our children teach us is uh, sort of the way life is supposed to be. You know, this life was designed for us to enjoy. This earth was given to us in perfect symbiosis with how we're made up. Um, even at levels that we can't see and that our understandings are completely murky and uh, simply because of the knowledge that's been robbed from us. But I'll tell you a quick story to kind of sum up what you're talking about. I have um, a family member who, excuse me, has been sort of slow on this journey, but has been willing to uh, put themselves out there, was willing to shed the mind control and really look at it and has come a long way. And we were talking um, a few days ago about telekinesis, the ability to move things with your mind and, and expressing your energy and allowing it to be the avenue by which you exact um, interaction with the world. And we were talking about how our DNA has been assaulted for generations and how, you know, at one point in time we had, uh, it was more than just a double helix, it was a triple helix and it mm -hmm. allowed us to access certain higher functions. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And when we brought this up and we were talking about it in context with this deep state, he perked up and he said, I always knew that that was a possibility because when I was a kid, you know, I, he, and he, and he kind of laughed about it. He said, I tried to use the force as a kid. Like I believed it would happen. It was, it was more than just goofing off. He was saying, I, it was a, it was a place of knowing that this is supposed to work this way. And, you know, it's funny because the deep state does have a habit of sticking things in our face through, you know, pop culture and entertainment that are actually that are actually things that are true, things that exist, technologies that exist, abilities that are that human beings are actually capable of. And it sort of calls to a place of deep understanding and deep knowing. You know, I think that points to really the excitement that you were talking about a minute ago. Learning who we really are is exhilarating. It's exhilarating to know that we have actual physical power available to us, but we have to reclaim our bodies and our capabilities and our understandings to do so. And we also have to learn more about ourselves and be able to control our resonant frequency. Yeah, you know, We have no power if we can't control and direct our own frequency in the same way that a radio station would have you know, no listeners if it was not able to focus on a specific band and and, and pump, you know, data and, and content out to that particular band. So this is all a very exciting journey. But yes, it's it's the inner child, you know, coming out and, and saying, aha, I knew this was always true. Yeah, yeah. And, and you, you made reference earlier um, in regards to the whole um, Biden, not Biden type of thing. Like, And a, a child is perfect because they don't come from a place of ego. They'll literally give you a straight answer. So if you show them like a pre-election or pre 2020 photo compared to like what you're seeing now yes people age but if you said like hey kid is this the same person that 99 of them will say no <laughs> whereas in, an adult will put their own opinion on it based on their own experiences and their own belief systems and 
and the programming that they've gone through over a series of months. Absolutely. And that's part of this is shedding the program and us learning to um, sort of trust our intuition a little bit more than our than our rationalization. You know, mm. we're all very good at rationalizing. We're all very intelligent, very capable, very intellectual. We all you know, know it all, so to speak. Um, but at the end of the day, we also have to go with that intuition that sometimes doesn't make any sense. Um, you know, it may not be sensible, but it is the truth. And that's a that's a great deal of this journey is none of it makes sense, but it is true. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in terms of uh, reveals over the next 12 months, I mean, obviously, we covered like uh, C19 so obviously the biggest one. Uh, and I think accustomed to that will reveal a lot of the, uh, the traffic insider stuff, because that, in my eyes, and many others is the biggest and worst pandemic there is out there. Um, it's just under the noses of everybody. Um, and I mean, and then obviously, post from there, do you think it'll be a case of then, well, who's, the, who's, who's who in all of these organisations that's going to be facing tribunals and then do you think we'll start seeing systematic releases of what the earth either really is or shapes or outer realms or antarctica's and things like that you know i see it in a cascade effect um over the next 12 months i certainly see um biological warfare um pandemics, things of that nature being outed for what they are and what them for what they've always been. They've never been organic. They've always been man-made, mm -hmm. um, even down to the Spanish flu of 1917, 1918, um, you know, a man-made event. I think that we see the collapse of modern medicine as we know it. I think that all coinciding sort of with all of that, we're going to probably late next year and the very, very early, early parts of 2024, maybe the first two months of 2024, we start to see some serious exposure to, um, like you said, what is the real pandemic, the child trafficking, the mm -hmm. human trafficking, the adrenochrome trafficking, the organ trafficking, the underground um, networks that the military has been destroying. I think we'll probably see disclosure and exposure about all of that uh, when those operations are concluded and not before. Um, and then from there, you know, it's anybody's guess. The human consciousness, you know, we the people of mankind at that point, at that point in the journey will be primed to probably accept anything, any real truth. I think that we see an awakening process that happens very rapidly from that point out. Um, I see, I think we see reinvestigations of um, certain understandings of our physics and our history. I think we see reinvestigation and, and certainly relearning of um, our scientific capabilities and our technological capabilities. I think, you know, through this process, we're going to see a bit of a, you know, a soft rollout, but a steady one, nonetheless, of suppressed tech that has that could really benefit mankind. You know, we've mm. talked about sonic healing technology in the truth community for quite a while. Those those are very real devices and chambers. Um, you can find photographs if you're willing to get on the Tor browser, but they're primarily owned by, um, you know, deep intel and military organizations around the world or have been. <coughs> Excuse me. Their rollout will probably have to be, you know, incremental. Mm, as with yes. a great many as with a great many other of these technological enhancements but you know once once we get through the next 12 months i think it's really a wild card as to how fast we go from there you know it, it, mm. it'll, it'll literally i think in my opinion it's going to be just how much can we take you know yeah. it, that's as fast as we'll go is as much as we can take yeah yeah and again because we, well we, we already are in a war we have been for quite some time and there has been a lot of casualties obviously namely um, with the introduction of certain pharmaceuticals. Um, 
I mean, a lot of the questions I always get is, obviously, if the Trump administration has been in charge this whole time and we have been in this covert operation, why do they allow the, the rollout of these things? And what I've been explaining to people in terms of Operation Warp Speed is that it was done like that, like using a military-style uh, pharmaceutical, in essence, whilst also promoting other modalities like HCQ and a number of other things like that, which obviously he was labelled for as drinking bleach and um, eating horse dewormers and everything else. You know, all the defamatory stuff that we've seen every time someone's speaking truth and that, they get attacked, don't they? Um, but, but what people see, the optics people have seen up till now is just like, well, he's the one that brought it out. He's the one that's done all this damage, when in essence, the bigger picture would have been a lot, lot worse for us. Is that correct? You know it is. You know this is a this is the one point of um, concern. You know throughout the truth community that seems to be pretty universal is what what mm. really was the point of Operation Warp Speed? What's really happening with these shots? Mm. And why does President Trump continue in the narrative? Now, it's worth pointing out that President Trump has not endorsed anything about these shots in quite a while. At this point, um, he's not been asked, and he hasn't really commented too much on it. Um, but you know, it was it was planned to be so much worse, and I think this was the way that it had to be. I think Operation Warp Speed had m much more um, long-term significant impact to the current operations that we're seeing right now mm -hmm. um, than we've really been able to glean, and I think that's purposeful. The amount of just sheer, um, almost like information shutdown as it pertains to the levers of warp speed, how that really worked, what really went on in that operation, um, it seems purposeful. It could very well have been a military intervention operation. I believe that it was absolutely an operation to research um, antidotes and cures, things that can reverse the effects of these kill shots for certain. Um, and I and I believe one of the overarching reasons that we had that operation was to sort of crash the deep state into a timetable that was unsustainable on their end and forced their exposure. Mm. Um, the alternative was to allow the deep state the opportunity to launch climate weapons, um, ex extraordinarily virulent and deadly pathogens like uh, aerosolized rabies and, and others into, you know, the, the atmosphere of the world. You know, going through this process, we've had, like you said, we've had casualties on all sides. We've had to um, sort of take measure and account of where we're at at any given time. But the alternative was, you know, to risk weapons of mass destruction being launched that we didn't have fully under control, um, did not have um, eradication guaranteed for. And that was part of why Russia launched the special military operation in the fashion that they did. It was so surgical at first. Mm. It was because we didn't want to risk these pathogens getting away um, and potentially being released into the world, um, either by a nefarious actor or through, you know, an, an unfortunate um, act of war. Mm. So as we've gone through this process, we've lost a lot. We've suffered a lot. We've dealt with a lot. Um, so has the military. The military has you know soldiers and good men and women who are not coming home today and tomorrow um, for the operations that they're conducting. But it is to avoid a much greater calamity and to ensure that something like a true mass casualty event, we're talking tens of millions um, all in one go, doesn't actually happen. We may see a false flag attempt for something like that, um, but I don't believe that it will occur. I think that we're in a 
a sort of a state where all four walls of the house collapsed and all of the world militaries quickly ran under the roof before it fell. And now the, the citizenry and the military are putting the house back together so the roof doesn't cave in. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I, I absolutely agree. And, uh, you know, in terms of letting the deep state run with their ideas and, and basically giving them the opportunity to create all these extra other pathogens and stuff like that, uh, included you know, locking us down for far longer than we were to the point where, you know, the problem, reaction, solution, they create the problem, you know, we provide the reaction and they provide the solution, you know, the solution at the end, which would have, you know, only evolved like millions of people running to something as thinking it's a savior to get them unlocked from, you know, multiple lockdowns and uh, and stuff like that. And again, that's, people are, that don't see that side of it. They just see like the, the death side or what's occurred or the reported death side. Um, but the reality, I mean, like as we just mentioned there, the fact that it was brought out so quickly, that also enabled like millions around the world to see it for what it is, to obviously do their part in all of this in terms of raising the collective consciousness and this mass awakening and um, and, and showing people, you know, exactly what these things were doing to people. And we're now seeing the damage, unfortunately, that they are all doing and that, you know, is now being talked about in Parliament. Um, by members of parliament um, in the House of Commons now, um, albeit he's just been uh, suspended, <laughs> funny enough. Um, but again, I think that's all part of the uh, the exposure, isn't it? Like we're seeing all these different systems in every walk of life just collapse right in front of us. And I guess that's what's needed right now, isn't it, for, to allow the new systems to come in? Absolutely. We can't convert to this you know, modern, this new modern era of light and peace and love without sort of dethroning the ones that we're dealing with, mm. you know, and this dealing with these kill shots in this process, unfortunately, is part of taking down that system and structure. You know, we have to identify the traitorous assets in other areas of society that are non-military. And unfortunately, that is a really distinct advantage of those of that exact particular topic, that exact um pharmaceutical discussion, hmm. being able to identify who the enemy is in areas like research and academia, um, you know, health funding, health foundations, uh, organizations, you know, areas of society that, <clears throat> excuse me, are desperate for restructuring and, and we need to restructure them. Hmm. Um, this allows us the twofold process of being able to awaken and come into our own, um, have a real clear understanding of what's actually going on, but also identify who the real problems are. You know, a lot of individuals that are involved in things like election treason and, and things of that nature, um, you know, especially at the local level, just doing what they're told. Right. Doesn't mean that it's doesn't mean that it's justifiable or excusable. There still has mm. to be consequences. But, you know, a great many of them not necessarily out to uh, take over the world, just really doing it for the extra money. Yeah. Um, you know, individuals involved in intentional covid criminality, even at the local level, I think that's a different caliber of crime. I think that's part of this identification process is is identifying individuals who are okay with uh, worldwide extermination as long as they get paid. Mm -hmm. And if you happen to be a, a local doctor that is okay with that, um, even in your community, there there is justice eventually coming for you. Yeah. Do you think um, do you think we'll see that level of justice? Um, obviously, within the medical industry, do you think we'll see the same within the military? Actual current you know, conventional militaries, police forces, uh, and, and corporate worlds, you know, fire sort of the upper echelons who, you know, force these uh, shots on their, their, their staff members and, and you know, accomplices. Um, obviously, I know a lot of people in the military from, from my previous service and that, and 
some of the uh, emails and stuff I received over the couple of years um, that they were being forced and coerced into uh, to having this. Otherwise, they couldn't progress in their career or they couldn't, you know, they'd lose their pension or they couldn't go on tour, et cetera, et cetera, or even join the forces. Do you think there'll be some kind of repercussions for, for people in the, that, that end of the woods? Yes, I do. I think the sectors of business, finance and law and government, um, there none of them are going to be safe from this eventual justice for this particular crime. Mm-hmm. They they were in positions of command and control to compel individuals based on based on a coercion um, into the taking of an experimental medical device. Um, this is not okay. And I don't believe that those individuals at the very top, like you said, the ones who were made the actual decisions of authority uh, required these things based on no available research, required these things based on, um, you know, a lot of them based on what their masters were telling them, what their financial masters were instructing. Mm. Um, I don't believe once we get to a certain level, especially at the tops of organizations like that, governmental structures, the military, things of that nature, doing my duty doesn't work. Doing what I was told doesn't work. Um, that's not a satisfactory answer. And I believe there's uh, justice coming for a lot of those individuals. And I think they know it. Yeah. Do you think, um, obviously, the use of a lot of the of quantum technology uh, enables those in, in control to be able to gather all that information at a rapid rate, similar to what we've seen with, obviously, the election um, in terms of geofencing, geotracking, and things like that? Absolutely. And that's where Space Force, the United States Space Force, becomes such an integral part of this discussion. The United States Space Force employs quantum mapping and quantum tracking technology, and they have been aggregating um, mm. essentially every piece of data as it pertains to all of the criminality going on in the world over the last um, three years. I believe it's three years this month. Um, recently, they were given all the Space Force was given um, all communication authority for the United States Armed Forces as a whole, and it was placed under one command. Um that seems to be a precursor, a move, um, in my assessment, to prepare us for you know a rapid level of D-class, and we may have to see something like an emergency alert system, um, something to circumvent uh, the mainstream media apparatus. We've been taking over the mainstream media uh, slowly and deliberately through legal channels, um, acquiring companies, acquiring uh, different organizations, installing individuals that are patriots uh, at the core. But that process is slow. And eventually we're going to have to, to accelerate the process into high gear for everyone. Um, you know, a great deal of this military operation is reconnaissance. A great deal of this operation is identifying just who is the enemy or the espionage assets that we're dealing with. Um, where are the real threats and how do we accomplish all mission objectives? And that's sort of the the tie-in here is, you know, an operation of this scale or operations, I should say, of this scale um, to coordinate all of that and to be really, truly satisfied with where you're going and to execute the operation. You know, that requires a good deal of confidence, and we really have to be certain here. Um, there's no room for error. There's no room for mistakes. We have to get every one of them. Um, and so that's just, you know, it's part of this journey. It's a tough part of this journey, but you know, I admonish people to hang in there because what's on the other side is glorious. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I've been explaining it a lot to people who have followed my, my show. You know, there's a lot of frustration. There's a lot of people, you know, like, oh, they always say, you know, in two weeks, in two weeks, two weeks, is like, what, again, use DJ as a perfect analogy. You know, ten, hundreds of thousands of people, like, carried out the largest invasion ever. 
um, on you know into another country made up of like multiple soldiers, multiple armies, multiple coordination needed. And then that you know on D-Day the war was won, but it took 336 days to actually to get a victory in Europe, you know, and uh, and then what subsequently come over after that and that that is the phase that we're in like we know we've already won but it's this whole awakening phase needs to happen for people to fully understand all the bits of information to come next so just as you've been stressed out that your friends and family haven't seen through like you know the c19 stuff like they they've slowly now starting to understand a lot of it because there's other facets in their life that are being heavily affected like their financial status for example because the deep state have done what they do best and just totally unlawfully bumped up all the energy prices and uh, food and everything else like that and blamed an illusional war on it. Um, you know, and, and that's what we're, we're up against it. They, they, as in the enemy, are clawing back as much as they can to basically stay in the fight and drag this out as long as they can with the biggest amount of disruption. So that's what's slowly waking people up as well. Um, so we need people to be in those conscious states to then it's, you know, be able to get what's next. And we touched about it often. Then there's a lot of, uh, a lot of fighting above and below the ground. If it, we just went in on mass in certain areas of the world, it would just trigger alarms, wouldn't it? And like children would be killed. You know, it's, it, for me, that's a no brainer. You can't just go rushing in on all this stuff and like in some movie and everyone's going to be saved. Would you agree? Absolutely. You know, most people's understanding of military operations comes from saving private Ryan. Um, <laughs> We're talking that's, just sim- that's just simply not the case. Um, the, you know, there has to be precision. There has to be a methodical execution of, you know, all of the objectives one at a time in priority. Um, preserving life for hostages is priority number one in, in operations like the ones you were just describing. Preserving life around the world to the greatest extent possible is the overall basis for the operations that we're all currently uh, sort of uh, privy to and on the fringe of, but not necessarily in the, in the know about. Um, mm-hmm. But understanding that military campaigns require certainty, they require um, overwhelming force, and they require um, victory and, and nothing less. You know, there cannot be anything less than victory. So as we as we march along, it's worth remembering that, you know, we have good men and women all around the world that are doing their part. And, and some of them are involved in families out there, and they're, they cannot tell you what they're doing. They cannot um, give you updates and break OPSEC. That cannot happen. Um, but they are participating in uh, saving the world. And and we are participating in that very process by becoming essentially the public relations arm to the rest of the mass consciousness of we the people, uh, sort of letting them know, hey, things are things are okay despite how crazy things seem to be right now. But let's, let's have a discussion about what's really going on in the world. And we drive mm-hmm. that consciousness into the fold. Yeah. Um, this is an exhilarating time to be alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and I've been saying that for months and months and months. There's so much good stuff happening out there. People are letting the the or the fear-based modalities like cloud everything that they're seeing. Um, and that's you know one of my biggest messages to people at the moment is like stop paying all your attention to everything that's 5G, chemtrails, people walking around in masks, like all this kind of negativity. Um, and and you just soak it up inside you, and then you just push that out. You just push it out to more and more people. So the ripple effect works both ways. If you can see that those things are clearly an issue and that's what's been designed to keep us controlled in these you know in this matrix um you can clearly see all the good stuff that's actually happening to pull us away from it so here in uk there's like 
communities that have just grown on mass, like in most towns all around the whole country. You know, I've been lucky enough to witness most of them and be part of a lot of them. Um, and again, they're all the foundations that are needed to like take this whole new world into fruition, you know, new, the new health modalities, the new financial side of things. Um, and the fact that like everyone just comes from a place of, you know, love, empathy and, and all the good stuff and flow. Right. Whereas um, and that's the good stuff that's happening. And every any and everybody can get be part of that. Doesn't matter where you go. So I think that's, you know, looking forward, people need to turn their attention towards all the good stuff that's happening. And then you won't see anything else but good stuff. And that, in essence, raises your level of consciousness on a huge level, which empowers your friends and family. And that's what they keep seeing. And that's another great way to wake people up. They just keep seeing you staying in your lane, coming from a place of just love and empathy all the time. And they'll want to be a part of that. Is, I mean, is that something that you're seeing, you know, in your sort of circles? Well, that's sort of the spiritual basis that's driving this entire journey, I think, for all of mankind collectively. Mm. You know, we're returning to an era of love. Um, we are returning to an era of understanding who we really are. It's a good, it's a good, it's a notable point, I think, to point out that when you exist at a state of expanded consciousness, meaning that you are at peace, that you're actually happy, that you're free from worry for a moment, you're, you're experiencing a moment of just bliss, just joy, just enjoying being out, doing whatever you're doing, eating a great meal, feeling the wind on your face, the exhilaration of purchasing that first home or that forever home or that first car. Um, the momentum that you feel is your consciousness being in an expanded state of existence. Imagine feeling that way all of the time. That was really what this was, what this is all about. It's what this life was all about. Yes. Being able to control and direct um, our thoughts, our emotions, our spiritual you know, bodies into a higher state of being so that we could be blissful every day. Mm -hmm. um, being at a higher state improves your quality of life. Being at a higher state improves your ability to affect others. It certainly um, causes your, your resonant spiritual aura, your, your auritic field around your body to um, become a little bit more magnetic, you're going to draw more positive experiences into your life simply because of the, the way that our earth is designed. This is an electrical realm that we live in and we are electric beings. We have an, a connectivity that we can actually track. Um, we can measure our own field, our own resonance um, with all sorts of devices. So understanding that getting the world back to an expanded state of being is really what this is about. That's sort of key to understanding why it's taking so long. That's a Leviathan process. We're, we're attempting mm. to not only take back the physical structures of the earth and change them from evil to good, but we are also attempting to restart, if you will, the human spiritual apparatus. Uh, that takes a while. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. And, uh, you know, I've, I've been showing people the majority of things that are in our lives, no matter whether it's in the United States, UK, Australia, that are there to uh stop us from you know creating all the you know all that essence in ourselves you know through the, the, all the chemicals in our food the toxins in the air obviously we've had a lot of like bad chemtrails um alcohol the, you know the hard drugs the stuff is basically like pushed into you know it right in front in front of you um and the fact that people have just got ridiculously lazy and spend their time in front of netflix and computer games are all that added together massively dumbs down the human consciousness makes you easy to, easy to control and to inform. So as soon as you start breaking free from that, you do genuinely feel like in bliss most days, like things that you may have felt fearful from before just don't actually matter. Um, and, and you cast it away so easily. And then you just feel like you're in flow all the time. And that's something I'm really um, working hard on trying to teach people at the moment. 
Um, hence why, you know, I run my courses and stuff like that for that exact reason to help help people expand even further those levels of consciousness and what they're capable of. Um, SG, is there anything uh, in particular in terms of um, like potential, you know, reveals or any information, any information you haven't shared already that you want to discuss uh, before uh, before we head off into uh, in, further into the light? Um, not necessarily reveals, but an observation I made um, yesterday afternoon is that we seem to we seem to be seeing a lot more of the Canadian armed forces around the world now on flight radar. So it looks like we have some active processes going on um, in the Canadian military as it pertains to these operations that could very well um, sort of foretell some involvement in the Canadian government, because the same process happened with the German government before. Uh, we had a rearrest about a month ago of Angela Merkel, um, initially detained June of 2020 for her role in uh, child trafficking, ritual abuse, cannibalism, things of those. As natures. in the German Chancellor. As a, yes, as in the German Chancellor. And we mm -hmm. can actually find that video; it's still on YouTube, mm -hmm. uh, surprisingly enough. Um, but regards, you know, re regarding reveals, I think the biggest reveal right now is that we still have underground operations that are ongoing. We've got operations in Central. Uh, sort of North America right now, all through the American continent, and I think into Southern Canada. We have operations um, underneath the Swiss Alps. Austrian soldiers were actually sent underground um, in the Swiss Alps about 10 or 12 days ago, I believe. Um, a, a, an actual local mainstream article published that report, shockingly enough. Um, so we're seeing, we're seeing some real tangible things happening. Um, we're seeing some real, um, you know, we're, we're just seeing these operations play out before our eyes but we can't be given insider information because it would jeopardize the operations, you know? So it's kind of a catch 22 where we're all here. We all have the proof, but we can't get the proof proof. So, but that's okay. You know, as we go through this, as we go through these operations and this awakening process, I think we're going to get all of the proof we need by the end. Yeah. Uh, and yeah I'm, uh, I fully back everything you just said there. And uh, I really encourage people now to pay close attention to, you know, selective positive channels uh, moving forward because um, what I'm seeing at the minute is just there's a lot of influencers and certain channels that kind of like stay in a certain lane and it's all very much fear-based content and that's kind of ramped up just recently and I always find that these uh, you know this kind of content really ramps up when things are hovering over or people are hovering over the target you know, these certain groups just start putting certain information out there, which isn't correct at all. Um, it just strikes fear into the collective consciousness and the collective mass, especially within, like, the, you know, the, the awakened communities, because a lot of this content will only be seen by them anyway. Um, you know, so just be very, very mindful of that and use your discernment now, uh, from now on, ladies and gents. There's, um, yeah, there's a little nonsense that are out there trying to pull people in and reel people in from different angles. Um, so you're just moving forward, just be very selective of like who you're paying attention to. Um, and even those people like, again, use your discernment and research what they're talking about, research what we've talked about today, you know, because it is all readily available out there for you. You've just got to do a little bit of digging. It is. And that's sort of a good note to close off on is, you know, remember to always do a little bit of research, do a little bit of digging, bring, you know, make these conversations real. I'm speaking to the listeners, make these conversations real to you, make these conversations apply to your life. If they don't apply or if it can't be real to you, then 
move in the direction that your spirit is pulling you. You're on your own personal awakening journey. You know, mm -hmm. my journey is not your journey, AJ. It's not their journey. Yeah. Um, you know, we're all sort of on an individual walk with this awakening process, but we're going to come to some common understandings about our world, some common understandings about who we, the people really are both, you know, as both as citizenry, um, and sovereign souls, but also as creative and powerful beings. Um, and we're going to understand a lot of the way that the world is supposed to really work and operate and balance with us and us with it as we move forward. And that's, that's, that's a personal walk, right? It, it can't be mm. had at the behest or at the advice of another. It has to be uh, meaningful and impactful and real to you. And so that's, that's where I would probably leave it is remember to double check these things that you hear and decide for yourself if it agrees or not. Absolutely. Um, and I, I can't encourage it enough. It's that we all have our own perceptions uh, of everything. And even my closest friends have, you know, a particular idea of what they think might happen. And, um, some of some of that doesn't sit 100% right with myself or doesn't add up. So, you know, I look into it, um, see where the dots line up, if they line up in my perspective. And if not, I, I, I see and I pull jigsaw pieces from other puzzles that will fit in my jigsaw piece, uh, my jigsaw puzzle or my battle picture, as I often refer to it as. Um, and, and that's all we can do as individuals. Um, so you can't deny people's experiences and their feelings. You know, we can't deny that. And that's what we've just got to get better at. And um, even the people that follow on my channels, for example, if you, you know, if you think that the, the Earth's a pyramid shape, that's cool. Like if that's you standing on your truth and you genuinely think it's a pyramid shape, that's cool. I'm all for it. You know, part of this whole journey is we're very much going to find out a lot of like things anyway over the next sort of 12, 18 to 24 months. Um, but in that time, we've got to do what we're, we're, very, we're supposed to do and that stick together, uh, united as one being, you know, high, highly conscious beings, magnetizing to each other, sharing the energy um, and giving the energy out, you know, it's, uh, and that, that's what we've got to do as, as, as a collective mass. Um, I, I want to thank you very much for taking the time out of your, your schedule, my friend, to uh, come on today. I know you're doing a lot of podcasts, um, you know, you're doing a crazy amount of work and getting so much out there. Your ch channels are fantastic. Um, where, where can people uh, f find you to get, you know, dive into a bit more of your content? You know, they can find me. I've got two actual social media presences, one on Truth Social at Real SGNON. That's the handle, Real SGNON. Mm -hmm. And then I've got um, a platform on Rumble, just just one, and it's rumble.com, a user, Q News Patriot. Uh, there are other representations of me on Telegram, Gab, BitChute, and all of those other nice places. Um, you're welcome to look for my content there. Those, All of those other avenues are not affiliated with me in any form. Um, especially on Telegram, you see a lot of things like adverts and um, other shares, things that I don't endorse. Mm -hmm. But the content integrity is mostly there, but I can be found um, at those two aforementioned platforms if you're looking for the actual real me. Uh, Rumble, what was the It was Q. Q News Patriot. Q News Patriot. Excellent. Cool. I'll put that in the, in the comments and that's so people can find it. Um, so in terms of active telegram channels you don't actually run one yourself that is correct there's multiples out there none of them are affiliated or operated by myself but i've noticed that a couple of them tend to share most of my content so i i tell people that ha they live in countries that don't have access to truth social telegram is a good backup option mm -hmm. 
Okay, that's all very useful for people to to know. Um, one comment, I, a question I've been asked is, what was your verdict on all the stuff that happened with the World Cup? I mean, I know you mentioned off camera it wasn't something you've looked in extensively, but um, from my understanding, you know, there was a lot of um, symbolism to do with Argentina winning it. What's your, what's your sort of like brief thoughts on the World Cup? You know. For me, the jury is still sort of out on the symbolism behind the World Cup. The Argentinian jerseys, um, the Argentinian team dressed in the same colors as the Jeffrey Epstein Child Sacrifice Temple. But that doesn't necessarily mean anything one way or another. It's certainly not a reflection on the players. I don't want people to go out and make assessments based on that observation. Yeah, yeah. Um, Argentina is a historically symbolic place. It's where the Nazis fled to after World War II. It's where a great deal of this cabal managed to... Um, survive and and conduct more nefarious operations down in the antarctic um areas so you know more more investigation more research is needed symbolism is absolutely there that is that is, there's nothing coincidental about that event q actually highlights that event by referencing it in the drops um so we know something important happened there or or is going to happen as a result of that particular event um we have photos of elon musk being on site at the world cup um standing standing next to what appears to be jared kushner so you know these are these are connections that are worth drawing i think they're worth investigating and i think those anons out there those listeners that are really sort of chomping at the bit for a good subject to research in the here and now this is a great topic to do some homework on mm. yeah absolutely it's something i was been looking extensively myself and i have talked about actively in my telegram channel my observations when I was watching it live um, around Kylian Mbappe, there was like, from what we were seeing on the screen, not what people were actually seeing there actually in person at the event, um, was there was just a massive amount of CGI being used in almost like video game footage of the individual player and in certain parts that we were just being shown. Whether that was just a like, you know, it was like B-roll movie footage, I don't know. That was the purpose of it, but, you know, it's all there for people to see. And I was getting lots of DMs and that asking if I was watching the same thing. Um, and I, I researched on Twitter just to see if anybody had done something. There's just hundreds of posts saying that he doesn't look real. He looks like a FIFA player. Um, so again, like why, why was that? Why were we showing those, uh, those images? Um, so yeah, I think there's a lot of things around it, but I also think there might be an element of like 4 billion people being tuned into the same thing as a distraction. Um, and at the same time, we're seeing like multiple earthquakes on a huge scale or rumbles underground all at 10 kilometers deep in multiple places around the world happening all on the same 24 hour period. Um, so whether whether that's aligned or not, it will, I'm sure will be uh, will be there to be seen uh, over the coming months. It absolutely will. It's going to be a very exciting journey. Hmm. Absolutely. Um, well, guys and girls, I hope you uh, enjoyed today's live. Uh, I thoroughly did. Loads of information. Uh, you know, we'll, those of you who listened to SG before know how well he articulates his message and pieces all this information together and how heavily detailed it is and researched. Um, and that's what a lot of it is, guys and girls. Um, you know, please remember the people that provide this information, um, SG, myself, and loads of other people out there, the extensive research we've done over two and a half, three years, and obviously SG's like even longer um, to this level, you know, it, it takes tens of thousands of hours. It's not just sort of like something we, you know, we see on the back of a cereal box. Um, majority of people are very much engulfed in this sort of matrix, as we call it, where, you know, working nine to five, providing food for the kids, you know, do, doing all the other stuff that they need to get done. And they don't have the time or, or, the, or the patience 
really to uh to research the amount that we do so um everything we we put together is constructed in a certain way for a reason you know for you to best understand it so i hope we've uh managed to do that to some extent today and you can then take some new info even further and research yourself um i dropped in the comments my five-day rapid fire course which is starting on the 9th of january that is to massively erase your level of consciousness so i teach everyone meditation and breath work how to see this game how to see this matrix how to understand it that we're in uh, all over the space of five days so you come out the end of it in a much much clearer place and know where you want to go in your life um so please check that link out and you can uh, get it for anyone for christmas as well um make sure you check out sg's uh, future content on q news patreon on rumble and you can find all of my stuff on mrajroberts.com. Uh, but from the both of us, take care, look after yourself, have a good Christmas, and I'll see you again very soon on the AJ Roberts Show. Thank you very much.